He who saves one life saves the world entire. And the most important life to save is your own. After all, it's the place where you have the most power. So join shadow worker and trauma therapist Laura Giles each week on It's Not You, It's Me. We'll uncover what's in shadow and learn the things you need so you can heal yourself, grow yourself, know yourself, love yourself, be yourself, and share yourself. If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, it's time to drop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. A healthy, abundant, connected life is an option. Choose it. Subscribe. And let's start manifesting it. We are heading into the fall equinox, and this is the literal season of letting go. It's a great time to jump on my 365 days of letting go challenge and practice letting go. So each day I share a tiny suggestion of what we need to let go of that can lighten your load and remove the layers so your inner light can shine. In fact, I just had a conversation with somebody who was telling me that when she was a little girl, the song, This Little Light of Mine, was her favorite. She used to sing it loud with so much joy. And I think that's a great way to motivate yourself to let that inner light shine. Sing it. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. That, that song. <laughs> that is what it means to let go. We let go of the layers of judgments, bad habits, negative programs, limiting beliefs, and the things that other people have said that were never really us. So we can be whatever it is we're called to be. It's about taking off the shackles. And as I said, the fall's a great time to do that. And nature is a wonderful teacher. There are so many talking heads offering solutions to things, and some of them sound brilliant, and many of them contradict each other. But nature's voice never changes. You can always count on the idea of as within, so without. That means that what you see outside of you is also inside of you. Now, I can go in a million directions with that, but as it relates to the autumn equinox, what that means is that the earth is in a state of balance, with the days being roughly equal length. And it's time for us to get there too. Humans are liminal creatures. We stand between heaven and earth. We're neither solely spiritual nor solely physical. We're both. And it's hard to be both because the demands of both conflict. And the autumn equinox is a liminal time. The day and night are of equal length. So you can't say the 24 cycle is one or the other because it's both. It's half masculine and half feminine. It's complete. It's everything. And in the space of everything, everything's possible. This is why liminal spaces are scary and exciting. You can do anything. So I'm doing this podcast a little early to give you a chance to think about that. Be intentional about what it is you want to do at this time because it only comes twice a year and is so powerful. If you're not sure what to do, you can let something go and pick it back up again. <laughs> or you can let something go and pick up something else that's not fabulous. And what's the point of that? Who wants to go from the frying pan into the fire or be on the hamster wheel? No, watch nature. Before I talk about where nature is heading, let's spend a little time here and now in this space of balance. 
So we talk about work-life balance and the balance between being a couple and not losing ourselves. That's that liminal space that I was talking about. We don't stay there. It's usually too uncomfortable for us. We want to label things and stabilize them and make them permanent. We want to always be the same, predictable and safe. And when that gets too boring, we can make a drastic move in the other direction and blow stuff up. And this is what creates imbalance. Or we like the drama and living on the edge. So we shake things up and move away from balance. I think we can't really find balance as humans without accepting the idea that everything is always changing. Life's not like a teeter-totter where you can stop in the center and, and balance and hang out there. It's a wheel that's always turning, like riding a bike or a motorcycle or doing a dance. It flows. That's kind of mind-blowing if you think about it. Balance is a space where you're in and out, male and female, black and white, young and old, active and passive, rich and poor, and all other polarities. It's an incredible space of fullness and emptiness where everything is available and everything is possible. So this fall equinox, you may want to tune into that. Think about how this energy is alive in you and what you want to do with it. I remember when we were kids, we used to skateboard all day, every day. It was second nature, like walking. And one day when I was older, I saw a skateboard in a store and I got really excited. I pushed off and I started to glide and I almost broke my neck. <laughs> you can imagine um, that in my mind, I was still that 12 year old who skateboarded easily, but my adult body hadn't done it for a while and it forgot how and I almost fell. So balance takes practice. You have to do it every day. In fact, practicing balance is so important that balance is a predictor of longevity. Yeah. If you can't stand on one foot for 10 seconds, the prognosis isn't great. Uh-huh. You're twice as likely to die in the next 10 years as those who can balance for 10 seconds on one foot without holding on to anything for support. It's that important. Another way that you can see how balanced you are is to time your breath. You can do that with me right now. So just you're going to just slowly inhale and count how long it takes you to fill your lungs and exhale at the same speed and count. Most people will have a different number for the inhale as the exhale because we're out of balance. And imbalance leads to dis-ease. The cool things about breath and balance is that you can also use your breath to create mind, body, spirit balance and health and restore that balance. Yeah, that's right. So here's an easy hack just for this. So you do that same slow inhale and exhale that you did before, just to kind of see if you were in balance. But this time as you inhale, you visualize yourself bringing white healing light into your skin, your organs, your cells, and into every part of your body. And feel it energizing and balancing you from head to toe. And as you do this, tell your body to heal itself. Yeah, the body's intelligent and knows how to do that, but you have to command it to do that. You have to participate. To see when it's done, just do that same counting of your inhale and your exhale that you did before, and you will see that your body balances itself. Now, for some people, one or two breaths does it. For others, it takes a little longer. So there's individual differences. I don't know why it's that way. But I do know that anyone can rebalance themselves quickly and easily with a tiny amount of effort. 
but you do have to do it regularly. Remember what I said about always moving. We move in and out of balance. The more lifestyle habits that you have to create balance, the easier it is to stay there and the longer you can stay there between recharges. So if you struggle, don't just give up after a few breaths. Keep going. (laughs) Everything's energy and it's all connected. When our bodies are balanced, symptoms that we call dis-ease go away too because dis-ease is simply imbalance. Inflammation, insomnia, High blood sugar, migraines, back pains, and anxiety are all caused by imbalance. I know it sounds too simple to be true, but it it is true. Good habits help. Getting back to nature helps. Life is really simple. And how you do anything is how you do everything. And if you can't balance on one foot or inhale and exhale in this with the same um, cadence, you can bet that the rest of your life is out of balance too. So if you don't have some sort of practice to check in with yourself and make sure everything is on track, by the time you notice these things are off, you could be way off track. It's easier to correct them when the changes are small. That's really what we do here at Let It Go Now in the community. We make little changes. We let go of little things and learn little tweaks so it's not hard. It's a journey of a thousand miles one step at a time. Nature doesn't shift from one season to the next abruptly. Well, not typically. Every now and then you get these wild weather changes. But typically, it's pretty smooth. It changes softly. And the leaves outside my window just now are just starting to crisp on the edges. The acorns are just starting to fall. We've had a lot of rain this year, so everything is still pretty lush and green. But we know that every year, the die-off comes. That's followed by a period of dormancy and cold. Then underneath the ground, the roots wake up and the daffodils and crocuses will push their way out. Buds will form on the trees and everything blossoms again. It all ripens to bring an abundance of food before the cycle repeats again. And sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Sometimes things are easy, sometimes they're not. If you focus on where you are and don't see the big picture, you might not see the balance. If you're riding on the rim of the wheel, you're going to get giant mood swings. But from the hub, you're going to get a big picture view of the whole wonderful thing and have a lot less drama. So that's where I like to stand. It's both stable and moving at the same time. But again, it's scary because it's always a place of becoming. And once I got used to that, it was thrilling. Learning that was a process of trust. It's not easy to always be becoming. You never arrive and you're never done, so it can feel like, where's the payoff? But that's how life is, isn't it? Donald Miller said, the trees are losing their leaves, but not one of them is worried. And that's what trust feels like now. It's just natural. I accept that this is what life is. There's only this moment, and the next one will change. So I don't get hung up on the five-year plan or my financial goals for this year. I still make a plan and I have a direction. I set my intention and then just take the step that's in front of me. If I end up somewhere else, it's part of that check-in and self-correcting as I go. And I think that's far better than focusing on the destination, not being present for the journey and ending up somewhere that doesn't really work. And what's happening right now at the fall equinox is harvest. It's harvest time. 
it's time to reap what we've sown. And if you planted good seeds in healthy soil, tended that seed, and got a little help from Mother Nature, you're probably enjoying a good harvest. If you aren't planting any seeds, you're sponging off others, don't have the discipline to tend your seeds, and you don't have good soil, you probably aren't feeling too abundant and sure about the rough times to come. And if that's the case, it's never too late to learn. Everybody doesn't have teachers who inspire them to look to nature. Everybody doesn't have green spaces to explore as a kid. So you may have to teach yourself now. But every lunar cycle, we see the moon go from empty to full. And if you're sensitive, you feel the energy shift from frenzied and exciting to sleepy. So everything has a cycle. And we're tomorrow, as I'm recording this, is a full moon in Pisces. It's the end of the cycle. Pisces is the end. It's the fullness. It's all of this, what I'm talking about right now. It's everything. So if, if you see these cycles, you know these cycles, then you can never get lost because you always know where you are. You are where it is. Isn't that cool? The more you tune in, the more natural you are because your cycles are their cycles. It's all the same cycle. And at this time, the earth is abundant in yielding her fruits. We're putting things away for the lean times. And there are harvest festivals and fairs, which I love, to celebrate the harvest and the abundance. And it's a way to share the bounty and give gratitude. Such a wonderful time of year, isn't it? The smells and all the food. And it's time to tune in to what's dying within. We're all preparing for death and darkness. And if you're afraid of death, and many people are, and it's time to get to know death. We're not there yet, but it's coming. And if we're prepared for it, it can be glorious to let things go, to let them die. Letting go creates space for openness and expansion. It creates space for what's new to be reborn. And sometimes it's an idea, a new relationship, a new project, a new hobby, a new way of life. Sometimes it's our actual life. That big change is ahead of all of us. And I was talking to a guy who wanted to know how to talk about things like aging, death, and sickness. And I couldn't understand his question. What he was saying was that he had thoughts and concerns and didn't know how to bring them up because those topics were forbidden in his family. This is why we have cycles. We can see all the phases of every life every year. Everything is born, matures, peaks, dies, and returns to the earth before being reborn again. If you aren't paying attention and talking about it, if you don't have a guide to follow, you're going to feel lost. But you're never really lost because you're a part of nature. You can't be separate from it. But it can feel that way. So I wouldn't hold back with the questions. Ask, read, research, find people who are willing to have those conversations. We're all teachers for each other. And enjoy the ride. Henry David Thoreau said, It is pleasant to walk over the beds of these fresh, crisp, and rustling leaves. How beautifully they go to their graves. How gently they lay themselves down and turn to mold, painted of a thousand hues, and fit to make their beds of us living. So they troop to the last resting place, light and frisky. How many flutterings before they rest quietly in their graves. They that soared so loftily, how contentedly they return to dust again and are laid low, resigned to die and decay at the foot of the tree, 
and afford nourishment to the new generations of their kind, as well as to flutter on high. They teach us how to die. You're not going to learn that if you don't see it. So look around. We're all so wonderfully supported in this life. We're all so connected. Everyone can shine if they choose to. And if you don't see yourself as that ripe apple or tomato that's hanging on the vine or the golden and fiery maple leaves that are soon to fall, you owe it to yourself to mature and ripen. Find out what your brand of shining looks like. You can use that same breath I talked about to find out. Just sit somewhere quietly and breathe in that white purifying light with breaths that are deep, smooth, and even. So the inhale and the exhale are the same length and be careful not to strain. You wanna keep it slow and easy. Let your mind become one with the breath. No stress, no pressure. Just empty your mind with each exhale and relax your body. Offer no resistance. And then ask the question. Any question works actually, but in this case, we're talking about awakening to the certainty of what your gift to the world is. So how are you meant to shine? Ask that question and listen. Don't push anything away. Don't chase. Be still and let it come. Life is really that easy. We really aren't separate. When you command your, your body to heal, when you ask your body a question, it happens because we're not separate. And everything is knowable because you are everything and everything is you. And when you realize that, you become a superhero. And it's important to become a responsible one and a wise one so that you don't hurt yourself or anyone else. Do you remember a time when you were a teenager or a young adult when your life changed? After that event, you just never felt the same again? Maybe you had your first cigarette or alcoholic drink. In the movie Stand By Me, it was the day that the group of kids went to see the dead body by the railroad tracks. Sometimes the energy of the fall equinox is that space where you're on the cliff and you know it's going to be insane if you jump, but you have no idea what it's going to be like when you reach the bottom. Or sometimes it's more like the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And Gilbert's liminal moment happened when he met Becky. He had no idea what meeting her would mean to his life until he was on the other side of it. It crept up on him. It got him unstuck. And that's what the equinox can do for you. Get you moving and get you unstuck. So if you're looking for a no-fail way to live, a guarantee, a rock-solid program for doing that, I'm here to tell you that that doesn't exist. <laughs> the thrill is in the surprise. Life's a gamble. That's just how it is. And lots of people will tell you that in retrospect, the things that they hated the worst ended up being the things they appreciated the most or meant the most to them or maybe taught them the most. So do what you're going to do. Don't let that fear of failing or hardship daunt you. Think of this moment and the big picture. And in the big picture, it'll be all right. So if you're going to do a little ritual, this autumn equinox, it could be a symbolic bra burning or whatever it is that you're letting go of. Burn the symbol of your bondage. Set yourself free. Have a little mock funeral for the bad habits you're letting go of, the unhealthy relationship or the crippling debt. Do that before midnight. And when the day dawns, create a symbol for what you want to put in its place. I alluded to this before. 
But if you aren't sure where you're going, you could fill a hole with something that you don't want. Or if you're really disciplined, you can leave that space open. My mantra is always simplify my life, and it does get lighter and more spacious, but it's always a battle because no matter how many times I clean out my closet, I still always have more clothes than I need. And no matter how many times I put my books away, there's always a pile of books next to my bed. I like open space. I like free-flowing energy of nothingness, but it does take discipline to keep it that way. See, this is what I mean about life is always moving. Nothing stays still or the same. You wash the dishes, you got to wash the dishes again. You sweep the porch, you got to sweep the porch again. So, yeah, autumn is one of my favorite times of the year. The mornings are cooler. It's really pleasant to be outside. The colors are gorgeous. And nothing is extreme. It feels balanced and good, right? So let the calendar and nature bring that out in you, too. Be like nature and chill. Take it easy. Share your bounty with the world and get ready to die. Sounds awful, (laughs) but it doesn't have to be. If you know that on the other side of dying is a glorious rebirth, plan for that. It's authentic and true. We're all going to die. When you think about all the movies and books about tragedy striking the hero, it's often some kind of death. Sometimes it's a literal one where somebody dies. Or it could be my car died, and that led to me having some kind of adventures, or I got fired, or my boyfriend left me. It starts tragic and goes somewhere wonderful. The only difference between that and quitting a job or leaving a relationship is choice and intent. But they're really the same thing. They're all about letting go. The more that you do it, the easier it becomes. And at some point, you may even begin to look forward to it and want it. Because living in the hub, that liminal space of always moving, is freeing. You don't have to commit to being anything or doing anything. You can be nothing or everything. You could be nowhere and everywhere. You can be timeless, expansive, and astonishing. Sounds good? Practice that on the equinox. Find a way to step into that energy and embrace it. That's what balance looks like. So I started the 365 Days of Letting Go Challenge on September 1st. So when this podcast posts, it'll be day 12, I think, of the challenge. And if you're hearing about it, it's the perfect time to join. And the process for me has been really amazing so far. When I started, it was like 365 days to let go. Ooh, are there really that many? And that's when I started making a list. I wanted to make sure I didn't duplicate, you know? And writing the list is a different process from writing the blog post, and it helped me to stay focused. I got on a roll and knocked out 365 in a really short time. And every time I write a blog post, I get inspired to live lighter, more balanced, and more natural, and more authentic. So I'm super excited to share these ideas with you. Everyone's not going to work for you. Everybody's different, and... Some of you already have some of these handled, so there aren't a challenge, but some will be. And I do believe in making a little progress every day. Everybody can do something each day. And I love it when my clients have a flash of insight and say, oh, I don't do that thing anymore. Oh, I don't think like that anymore. And since I'm here um, keeping you more disciplined, I've become more disciplined and intentional in my own walk. And that's been phenomenal. 
I love growth and feeling more capable and competent in something. It makes me a better leader, coach, human, and better member of society. And it just feels good to be able to do things and help people do things. So I'm having a good time and love to share my good time with other people. So if you like those things too and want to be better tomorrow than you are today, join us. Lean into that scary, inspiring, powerful, liminal space of being everything and nothing and really experience the nature of that human existence. It's super cool. And you can do that by um, following us on the MeWe page so that posts there or on the blog. So thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Have an amazing autumn equinox. If you're doing something wonderful, let me know about it in the comments. And I'll see you next week. Ciao. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help the podcast thrive, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Laura Giles, you can follow her on all her socials at Laura Giles 804. See you next time.